Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Perfect. What I are you doing? Question. Are you like, so we have. Are you? So we have the intro, right? Yeah, we got the so, intro. We're, we're gonna do our intro. Yeah. I think we should. What What are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing? I'm pulling out a piece of paper. Are you? Are you like moving your desk around? It's loud. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It's our, my my chair is cranky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I we just since this is our first episode, we probably want to mm-hmm. establish like why we are doing this. So what behooved you to um, <laughs> get this idea? Behooved. Um. I don't know. Do we want to do want to first establish who we are and then we can answer that question? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, that's one of my questions. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> How where did we start? Like who are we? Okay. Um I'll go first. My name is Kim and I don't know what else should I say. I live where are you? in what Colorado. State are you in? Yep, I live in Colorado. I grew up in Michigan, but now I live in Colorado. I'm a graphic designer, and I'm an actor, and a singer, and I really like advice columns. Who are you? Who am I? My name name is Jennifer. Omit last name. (laughs) And I live in Michigan. And I've lived here all my life, so I'm very sheltered. And <laughs> I have no experience, life experience, well, limited life experience, but I am happy to give you advice and tell you what to do. Um, otherwise, I'm an academic advisor and I work with a lot of people and hopefully help them figure out what they want to do. So that's where I am. Perfect. She's a little bit more qualified to give advice because you do that in your. <laughs> Your actual job. I know. Yeah, that supposedly. Yeah, job. yeah. I fake it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. I mean, I think most of us just do. I, or actually, I think most of us just feel like we do, but but really, we're better than we think. It's that whole, uh, oh, what is that complex called? It's, uh, I don't know. It's a fake person. It's the... Um, yeah, it's um shit. I know what you're trying to get at. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, um... And, and people in our audience right now is yelling, it's this! It's blah, blah, blah! right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. just, yeah. hey, you can just, um, <laughs> you can just send it to us on Twitter. Yeah, or on Instagram but we'll, we'll probably remember what it is Imposter! Imposter syndrome! Imposter syndrome, I got it. So don't, don't worry about tweeting it to us, because we'll probably remember what it is. It's Wait, the, I just um, said it! Can you hear me? What? No, okay, it's, what did you say? It's imposter syndrome that's it that's it that's it okay you don't have to text i know we're good we're good okay perfect (laughs) anyway so um the premise of this is that we drink a lot and we answer questions and we have been um 
to be honest, trying to figure out all of our technical stuff and drinking for the last two hours. So we're pretty, we're in a pretty good spot right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're kind of so- hoping we didn't drink too much to give advice because yeah. we've tried this once before. And if you subscribe, <laughs> you'll get audio from that once before prior. Um, yes. And you might enjoy that. So this is our second try at this. And yeah, we're just we hoping that we don't drink too much on this one. <laughs> we just decided that everything we did before would just be, we just repurpose it as bloopers and yeah. for subscribers on Patreon. So keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. So if you give us money, you can see our absolute failure and enjoy that. <laughs> Massive uh, failure hey, is another way hey. of putting it. And, and hear about my dog. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Jennifer, what are you drinking right now? Poor Porthos. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk about what we're drinking. What are yeah, you drinking today? I just, I, just, <laughs> I just asked you that. Oh, um, <laughs> I am drinking um, a variation on a daiquiri, and not like a gross frozen daiquiri, but like a classic daiquiri where all it is is rum and lime juice and I actually used agave syrup instead of sweetener and then I put it over ice and I topped it with some uh orange vanilla seltzer and it's pretty fucking delicious to be honest that I like is it a lot. fancy that's fancy <laughs> I, I I got a, a box of Miller Lite that I'm going through okay. um nice just kidding. I, I got, I, I got <laughs> like, Manon. Okay. <laughs> I'm going through really cheap beer. Um, I no, mean, I hey, just. No judgment. I decided in That's order to true. pace myself that I was just going to drink a bottle of wine and I'm almost done okay. with it. Um, okay, and wow. it's Manon, it's Menage a Trois because okay. I like, I like a trio. So it's you, me and the wine. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, we're doing Perfect. it. We're doing Perfect. it good. Um, yes, we are. Is how do we know each other? Like, why are we thinking that we want to... Why is it us? Okay, so um, I'll start, which is just that you are outside of my mom and dad, the person I've (laughs) known longest in my life. Aww. You are, though. Yeah. I've known you longer than my siblings. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I must be better than they are. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what I remember is, so we're childhood friends. So, but we're, what, eight years apart? Is that 12? Yes. Eight years? Eight years I think eight, eight. Eight. So I remember being an eight, nine, ten-year-old going over to your house. And basically, if I played with you, I got treats. And so I was a very obedient dog at that point. (laughs) My mom was hungry. My mom told me that she made sure to stock the best snacks so that you would come over. So oh, she could I be like, hey, do you want some? Yeah, that was, no, that was my mom's strategy. She wanted you to come <laughs> over and play with me so she could do, like, housework. So she made sure she had awesome snacks in the house. Like that, That's how you kept me around, is just you fed yeah. me. And anyone, yeah. anyone who knows me is that you just make sure you feed me and I will stick <laughs> around. Yeah. Perfect. And that that is what started a lifelong love for a sisterly bonding love for each other. I usually just tell people you're my big sister. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you're my little sister, so. I love Yay. you. Oh, I love you too. Okay. What else? Did you have one more question? I might. Just a minute. Why do we, did we already answer this, but why do we think giving advice drunk is helpful? Okay. We did the drunk part, but we didn't talk about advice, which is just that I really like giving advice. I read so many advice columns and then I'm like, oh, I have good advice for this. And I always have to preface it with like, oh, I used to work with someone who had a kid and I had to be like, I don't have a child, so take everything I'm saying knowing that. But here is my advice. And I yeah, always feel we, like I gave really good advice. But I don't know if I did or not, but I feel like I do give good advice. Because we're smarties, too. We're smarties. Yes. We read we a are, lot. We, we're we, smart people. We like to be educated. We like to go to yeah. school. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean... You you have a master's, don't you? I do. Yeah, I do. I have a fancy master's from University Every... of Michigan. That's how fancy nice. I am. Nice. Why do we want to do drunken advice? What do we want to do drunk? You go. You go. You go. You. Why do I want to do it drunk? I think yeah. I, I I feel like I'm the the old lady at the end of the bar who, who wants to. <laughs> Who wants to insert herself into your life, who knows a lot, um, and wants you to really take her advice to heed. Um, But I'm drunk, so I won't really care if you do. I just, I don't know. Got it. I just want to be part of your life as a, a strange lady at the corner of the end of the bar. That's that's what I'm As saying. an adopted drunk aunt. Perfect. I, I want I want you to care about me, but only when and I'm drunk and giving you advice cuz I know okay. things when I'm drunk. Like I said before, I just love giving advice. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm obsessed with, with with reading advice columns too. Love them. Okay. Love them. I just kind of okay. burped a little a little alcohol. It's okay. Thing. It's cool. Okay. I had a burp bubble caught in my throat earlier while I was talking. It was <laughs> uncomfortable and awkward. So, okay, great. Do we want to get started? Yeah, let's go. Let's go with the first question. Okay. You read do question you read number it? one. Nope, you do it. I'll do the second one. Uh, question one. I am a 22-year-old woman and have never gone out alone. I got out of an abusive relationship last May that had previously dominated my social life and now would like to have a life, other than my day-to-day job, that is, and do something fun. I'd really like to go out to a club or bar, but I'm just so nervous. I don't have any friends where I live right now, and I'd have to go out alone. I feel like it's really weird to go out alone, and I don't know what to do. I would like to get out of the house, though. I, I feel like a hermit now. Is this a bad idea? How can I build help build myself up to have a good time? Signed, ready to explore. Okay, so I picked this question because I've moved a lot into different places and not having friends there made me feel like I related a little bit to this because... 
I understood what it was like to be in a place where you really didn't know anybody. And yeah, every I also time you have move, a hard time. You have to, every time yeah. you move, you have to find a new group of friends. So you're like rebuilding exactly. your identity. Yeah, and, re- and rebuilding like like all your, your core people. Like I texted people regularly at all the other places I lived at, but I don't see them every day. And I also... I used to really have a hard time going out by myself, too. Like, I just, I felt the same way like this person did, that they they felt like, feel like it's weird to go out by yourself. And I used to feel that way, too. And I actually, I mean, I still kind of do in some aspects. So I totally relate to this. Excellent. Yeah, and I I really, (laughs) I have no problem going out by myself. Like, that's how I connect with people. I'm like, I'm going to go sit at a bar and listen to everybody do weird things and just kind of observe so, so yeah, I was kind of hoping we'd come at this from these two different like perspectives. Yeah. That's kind of why I picked yeah. it. So, yeah. So, um, it's really hard because I'm like really proud of this person for having gotten out of this relationship. I will say, um, a lot of these first couple episodes, the questions are called from other resources. Like I found this one on Reddit and I reached out to her and I'm assuming it's a her. Um, yeah, she said she's a she. She said she's a woman. Okay. So. Okay, perfect. Um, 22, so yeah. Oh, yeah, you're Youngish. right, you're right. I, I do see that. Good. Okay, I, I was, like, making that assumption, but I guess maybe I read it, so it wasn't really an assumption. But so I, I reached out to her and asked if we could use this question, and her first response was, as long as you... Well, she was worried we would ro- be roasting her, was her worry at first. Oh, and I was like, nope, not. that's not... Yeah. That's not our plan for our podcast. We really, like, we really are approaching it earnestly, and we want to help people. And, like, yes, there may be some joking around and stuff because we're drinking, and we want it to be entertaining, but that's not our purpose. And then she said that she was cool with me using the question, but she just wanted to make sure that we weren't going to be making fun of abuse victims. And she said something like, I know it's an easy joke, but please don't. And I, like, it broke my heart because... I'm like, who, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry it's that this person has people. Yeah. It isn't. It's not a joke. Yeah. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. that this p- person has people in her life or has been, even if there's not people in her life, but she's like picked this up from media or something that, that abuse victims are the butt of a joke. Um, that's awful. And, and I don't like, so, like that that might be a thing that she's been a party to or subjected to. So... I just like we that's not what we want to do and that's definitely not what we believe. Um yeah. that this is that abuse is anything that's funny. It's it's horrible and I'm so sad for this girl that she went through it and I'm really proud of her for having gotten herself out of it cuz I um I know I think the stats are something like it takes an abuse victim like eight times of leaving and going back before they leave for good. So it's very very hard to 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 get out of an abusive it. relationship, yeah, and so that means so that person is really strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, I'm super proud of her, and she's obviously super strong because she was able to get herself out of this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's dealing with with finding her own own identity and just kind of uh, pushing against norms that sh- she was told to connect with, and so it's it's yeah. I'm proud of her that she was she managed to get out of this relationship and really start to try to find herself. I, I am too. So that leads us so to that's the what next we part tell of the you. question. <laughs> yes. We're, we're proud of you. 
Letter yeah, we're writer. proud of you. Um, yes. <laughs> but the actual, like, meat of her question was how to go out, meet people, and make friends. So I feel like I talked a lot there. You talk now. How? Where to start? Where to start? Small. Start small. <laughs> <laughs> so as a person who's very comfortable with going out on her own and being by herself, I can understand where, well, I can sort of understand where someone would be like, feel alienated about going by themselves. But really, no one cares. No one cares. So you want to start small. Um, go out to the grocery store, go to a movie by yourself, maybe sit at the end of the bar and pretend to listen to other people and then think about the advice you're going to give them um, <laughs> without actually giving it to them. Um, and just start small. You can move. You don't even have to do the like the online dating websites. Just kind of put yourself out there and just hang out in spaces and kind of be present and feel the presence of other people. It sounds kind of weird, but it's it's about getting yourself out there and, and really kind of understanding yourself and finding your own identity. Another thing I would recommend is maybe taking a class and, in an interest like uh, a community college class in watercolor or photography something that's low credit low cost um maybe theater i love a theater class and something that helps you connect with other people so the community college is is a really good connection yeah yeah i was gonna say something like that too like um I moved a lot. Like I've said, I've moved. Like I moved from Michigan to Chicago to Michigan out to Colorado. What are you doing? You're banking things around. I'm not doing anything. Jesus fuck. Um, look, look at the back of your microphone. There might be a knob that says gain, and if you turn that down, it won't pick up as much of the background noise. I think that's what Chase told me. Anyway. No, it doesn't say that. Okay. Okay, we'll figure it out for next time. Chase is anyway. Wrong. Well, it's on mine. So, um, <laughs> so I would just recommend that, like, one of the things that helped me, especially my last couple moves, moves is um, getting involved in community theater. So, and you don't have to, if you're not, like, comfortable auditioning and being on stage, that's completely fine. There are so many other ways to be involved in community theater, whether it's working tech or helping with uh, set design or anything like that. And the good thing about being involved in a show is I feel like it's like an instant family. And it doesn't always necessarily stick. Like, I've been in shows where you feel like this super deep, like, connection, and then you kind of all go by your wayside. But I've also met, like, some of my very best friends through theater, um, and it can, it can be not, a process. Not you know? better than me though, right? No, nope, never, than, okay, never. Okay, thank you. You're like a sister. They're best yeah. friends. You're si- <laughs> I, I'm the best friend sister. But, yeah. So, <laughs> but like, that's, that's one way. Um, another thing I would recommend is like, really like Jennifer was saying, like, look at classes that you're interested in. Just look at things that you think you might, even if you don't know, if you just think it sounds interesting, you can look into a class or something that you've always kind of resonated with or think might be a cool hobby. You can always take a class or go to a meetup or something like that with that. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, because there's so many different types of meetups and book clubs and stuff like that. Like you can just, there's so many things out there. So you can make these like smaller steps that will also help you like connect Mm. with people. And a lot of these people at these events are like going for the same reason. You know, they want to meet a friend. They want to meet somebody else. So... Uh, it, it, I think that will kind of help that you're all coming from a similar place. Yeah, it's so hard as we get older to actually f- uh, find friendships. I mean, where where do it we is. find them? We find them in I'm, high school, people we've been with for the for almost all of our entire lives. We find them in college as we're transitioning into adulthood. We find them in our work settings as we're connecting with our adult identity. Um, so it's so hard, so hard to, to connect with people randomly. Like it it is, it's, I completely get it to, to just connect with people and, and make friends and have a new identity. Um, I mean, not your new identity, but finding your identity. Um, right. It's just like, we really, we really feel for you. So just start small is kind of, I think, both of our recommendations. Start small. Yeah. And I also think of your interest. Yeah. And you mentioned not wanting to go out by yourself. And I get that. And like I said, I used to feel that way. I never, I don't actually know that I've ever gone to a movie by myself, to be honest. Like, I don't know. But you know what I I do go to by myself? All the time. (laughs) I go to theater by myself because it's not something my husband is super interested in like musical theater he doesn't he's not a big musicals fan and I feel like that's like my soul language so I go to musicals by myself and <laughs> your soul and, language <laughs> yeah yeah sorry sorry Shh. I'm gonna pull Shut back up. sorry pull back I pull hate back. you what <laughs> okay go ahead I go ahead I love you hate. I support you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, letter writer, if that's your sole language, I believe in you. <laughs> Shut up. That's what I tell people when I'm like, I love improv so much, but like musicals are my number one. They like speak to my soul. If you could see me, I'm flipping off my microphone, imagining it's you right now for making fun of me. <laughs> so if I'm you find there. something that you like really like connect with that kind of helps make it a little bit easier sometimes to go out on your own so like i said i actually like i got a subscription to my local big theater that gets broadway shows and i go to those by myself because my husband is not interested at all Apparently Jennifer isn't either because she laughed at me and made fun of me. Uh, it's your soul music. Yeah. No, I'm all over that. Or you could go to the farmer's market. You know, that's yeah, some good time. Yeah. That's a good time. Uh, <laughs> book club. Is that your soul book language? Club-less? Yeah, I do. I do like a farm. I do like a good farmer's market. <laughs> uh, well, we, I think we should end this one with just saying we completely understand. We hope you... F- we hope for the best yeah and just start small start small yeah try to find yourself is what you're doing yeah find what you love and follow that to the type of gatherings and meetings and things like that that you are comfortable with going to yeah yeah absolutely okay question two two okay i'm gonna read this one yep let's do it it's kind of long um So, okay, here we go. My boyfriend lost his previous girlfriend to cancer in 2016. 
I'm his first relationship since she passed away. In a sad coincidence, my birthday and the anniversary of his previous girlfriend's passing away are the exact same date. We have been together for 10 months, so this is the first of my birthday since we've been together. My birthday is coming up, and the tradition is that my parents and I go out to dinner with my grandma. I'm an only child, and so is my mom, so it's very important to them that we celebrate together. When I told my boyfriend about my plans and invited him to visit my parents with me, he got mad at me for planning a birthday dinner with my parents on the same day his girlfriend passed away. I hadn't thought about it, and I felt bad, so I told him that he didn't have to come and I would go alone. He still got mad at me for planning to leave him alone on that date and insisted that I cancel the plans. At first, I felt really bad thinking about leaving him alone in what is obviously a hard day for him, so I agreed to cancel the dinner. But later, when I was about to call my parents to cancel it, I decided against it. My grandma is 95 years old. I don't know for how much longer she's going to be with us, and I don't want to regret canceling a chance to see her because I don't see her very often, and she would be heartbroken if I canceled. Also, I just don't want to stop celebrating my birthday. How do I tell my boyfriend I changed my mind about canceling my birthday dinner without making it look as if I don't care about his feelings? Also, am I wrong for not wanting to cancel? I know that the day must be terrible for him. Signed, Birthday Blues. Oh. It's hard. It's a hard one, right? It's, it's, no, I don't think it is a hard one. I don't think it is. Well, I think it's, I understand that, like, it seems like a hard one, but I, but no matter what, I think it's a hard situation, but I don't think she should cancel her birthday. Like, 100%. Don't, do not cancel your birthday. No, but I understand that, like, that it's hard because, like, oh, it really sucks and the timing is weird, but under no circumstances should you cancel your, your regular standing birthday plans with your mom and dad and your grandma. Like, you need to respect her and her impact on him, but you can't shortchange yourself at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. He seems I just he needs therapy. He needs to go to therapy. He needs therapy. He seems selfish. Yeah, he needs to go to grief therapy. mm -hmm. He's not over this woman apparently. Um, he just like if he cared about this new girlfriend, he'd be like, I need to deal with what's going on with my life, but also support my lovely girlfriend on her birthday like what the fuck it's not about you man it's about her on her birthday and and i could i could understand it being really difficult a very difficult day you know but but you need to be supportive of the person you're with now caveat we're recording this right in the middle of coronavirus so if you're going out now cancel your dinner with your mom and your grandma especially but 95 year old grandma yeah yeah but (laughs) in real life outside of the virus and covid and everything do your thing like this is important to you it's important to your family you need to do you need to go to dinner with them yeah a side note and just a little side note birthdays aren't really that big a deal as you get older they're really not that's very true big a deal 
Um, so um, uh, it's oh, but, the everyday. But, it's the everyday. Like connecting with your ninety-five-year-old grandma. Like call her every Sunday yes, or something. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> write her don't letters. Let it, don't write, let it rely her on your birthday in order for her to feel the love from her. Um, very true. Very, very true. I do need to call my grandma. My grandma and I usually write letters back and forth. Um, You're my a favorite letter, granddaughter, for not keeping up with that. Okay, me? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. When was the last time you I, wrote her? Huh? 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 You're right. It was a while back. Um, I am right. But I, 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 we go through stages where we like write every week and then we like slow it down. We're in a slow down period. But can I just tell you really quick what my favorite letter from my grandma ever yes, said? Please, 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 please. It's the best. It was very short. And all it said was, hi, Kim. There's a bush outside my tree, or no, there's a bush outside my window that has these beautiful red berries on them, on it, and now the berries have started to ferment, and the birds are eating the berries, so the birds are drunk, and they keep running into my window. Thunk! Love you, Grandma. That was it! It was... It was the best letter I've ever gotten. <laughs> hilarious. I it don't was hilarious. get those kind of letters. Can I, how can I get your grandma to write me a letter? Jesus. Ooh. Oh, you, my grandma loves you. She I'll does her, love me. You, yeah. I'll give you her address and you can write her. I would love to write her a letter. Yeah. Because my, yeah. my, my, my mom parents, just, my mom, my mom just sent her. Yeah. My mom Well, my mom's terrible. No my dad is the worst because he's dead. So God. <laughs> God, if only you'd be uh, better at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the afterlife. You need yeah. to get out your Ouija board. It's your <laughs> fault you don't have your Ouija board I know, out. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Oh God. So um, so yeah. Write your grandma, call your grandma, see your grandma for lunch Love every once in a while. Grandma. Oh wait, wait. I, I do want to qualify. This there this letter was longer and she mentioned that she lived further away from them, so it was gonna be like a weekend trip to go see them and see oh, her grandma. So it's not yeah, like she can get like lunch okay. every day, but you can still call and write letters. But yeah. also don't cancel your birthday. Don't, don't. It's you. No you enjoy your birthday. Yeah, you know, you, you as deserve you get older, birthday. it becomes less and less important. Just enjoy we it. Say it's that. you. Hey, Jennifer, it's you and I say that because I'm a Christmas baby and you're like three days after Christmas. And so this is how it is for us. But some people really find their birthdays very important in their family up until the day they die. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't every time. I, like, <laughs> I have a, my friend's 95-year-old grandma just turned 95. And that was an important birthday. So those kind of birthdays. For sure work yeah my yeah, yeah. my grandma is turning 90 this year oh my god we were gonna have a big we were gonna have a big party it might be canceled now because of corona i don't know can i get invited to that party do you guys have it yeah i'll text my mom and can tell I her be your, can i be your plus two yeah okay i'll tell my mom you want to come I love your grandma I it's memorial day weekend me oh, too okay. i have to pee too okay. okay okay let's pee can we break this can we Break. That was a good end to that question anyway. So this is a good pee break. Okay. Let's pee. Okay. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Coming back. I'm coming back. Okay. I hear you. You did it.
Just a minute. I don't have the thingies you in did my it. ears. You did it. I opened up a second bottle of wine. I know. I heard you pouring it. <laughs> that's a, that's a, keep that keep that sound bite for <laughs> put that in there <laughs> okay okay question okay. three are you okay. ready for this this is wait, wait. one of the most ridiculous questions i've ever seen i love it so much i love this question it's so absurd which one are we doing question three question three have you read this one yet? Yes, 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 yes. I've read them all. I love it. Okay, read it. Read it. Read it. <laughs> okay. Me? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's start this out real slow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't laugh in the middle of this, all right? I'm sorry. I won't. I'm done. Okay. Okay, thank you. Let's start this out real slow. My <laughs> wife and I... Oh, you almost did it. My wife and I have an open relationship, and I don't ask her about all of our partners. At the end of the day, we have each other. Due to the unorthodox nature, we keep our lifestyles private. Don't discuss it outside of a couple of close friends and partners and other partners who are active with us. About a month or so ago, my wife's sister actually came on to me one day out of nowhere. We had sex. We continued this a couple of times a week. My wife was recently out of town and I spent the weekend with her sister. It was during this weekend I noticed a kind of change. She was cooking for us, cleaning the house, almost as if plain housewife. Started calling me honey. I, th- I think she's developed feelings. These, those feelings are not mutual at all she is not she is kind and friendly i don't want to hurt her feelings um unnecessarily i'm not quite sure how to broach the subject uh what can i say to her to perhaps let her down gently if she has indeed developed feelings for me my wife doesn't know about this i know she'd be a bit upset but not to the point of fighting or arguing about it i haven't decided yet i'm going to tell her signed not wanting sister wives oh my god so i've read this question multiple times and literally you reading it to out loud right then made me have this moment of like does the sister know that they have an open relationship or is she just trying to be like all with her sister's husband without knowing that this is how their relationship is that would be a terrible person yeah uh, I hope she at least yeah, knows. Yeah, he like said it's not know. open. Yeah. But he didn't mention telling their, any of their family or that the sister knows that they have an open relationship. So maybe she just thinks that she's sleeping with her sister's husband and it's all okay. But it's yeah. not. But maybe there's she something. thinks she's like, maybe like maybe there's like a weird sibling rivalry or something and she's just trying to bang her sister's husband and doesn't know that this is something that they're maybe open to. Oh, yeah, there could be some uh, sort of Oh, like, wait. Okay. Um, remember my ex-boyfriend that I dated forever? Yeah. After we broke up, one of a mutual friend of his and mine and my sister's apparently went to my sister and said to her, I think you two would be a really good couple. You should try to date him now. Ugh. Isn't that gross? Yeah. What is wrong? He wasn't the best person either. Like, no offense at the time. I'm sure you loved him, but he was kind of annoying. (sighs) Yeah. He cried a lot. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Men are allowed to cry. Look, 
Look, I'm not saying that the very first time he cried, I was like, oh my God, it's so cute. He's so sensitive. He's not afraid of that. Jennifer, he fucking cried at the end of King Kong the movie with Jack Black. <laughs> he cried when they killed King Kong and looked at me and said, if I ever lost you, I don't know what I would do. And I was like, that's really fucking weird, dude. <laughs> he cried a lot. Oh, men are He was a very cry. sweet person. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But there comes a point where people crying is just too much no matter who they are. <laughs> I say that as someone that cries at commercials. Okay? But, like... Oh, there's also uh, a really great Nora Ephron book about, <laughs> or, or not book, but like a bit in one of, in her book Heartburn about crying men that is so good that I want to get a copy of it and do it for a monologue. It's hilarious. So look that up. So anyway. What is, what is this guy supposed to do? I mean, I think he has to break it off with his sister-in-law and he has to tell his wife. What else are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Uh, because well, Polly- if, you, if you don't. Tell, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Paul yet, but you need to be like open and honest about it. And there's probably limits that you guys probably should have discussed in advance that are things like don't fuck my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Polyamory is all like it's it's about rules. It's about communication it's and, and rules and trust. And yeah. so if he's if he thinks that she's his wife is going to be pissed off about it, but not so pissed off about it that I feel like he's okay to just tell her what went on and be straight with her and also be straight with the sister. Like this yeah, is not going where you think it's going. We're friends. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's not just trust and communication and honesty with your main partner, with your wife. It's also trust and openness and communication with all of your other partners outside of your core relationship. So you need to be honest with everyone that you're sleeping with, like what your relationship is like and what you're expecting and what you're willing to do. And if, if you and your wife have an agreement that there's not going to be any real feelings involved or like, like it's not going to be a threat to your relationship. Like you need to end that. If it gets to that point where you're starting to feel like, Oh, I am feeling like really strongly about this person. Because I've read a lot of things about it where people are like, we can do this, but we can't do that. And you know, and that's part of it. Like you need to protect your core relationship first. Yeah. And, and as far, and everything I know about polyamory is it's about communication and trust. So being able to tell your wife what's going on and be able to tell your sister-in-law that, criteria of the relationship is 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 where where it's at i mean if you're not able to do that that means you're in you're cheating and not an actual polyamorous relationship yeah you're like you're violating some your partner's trust and both both partners trust at this point in time and um and if you can't be open about that from the beginning it's with somebody, it's probably not someone that you should pursue any sort of relationship with, mm-hmm. even if they are hitting on you. Like, I, that happens in in non-polyamorous life as well. For single people, people hit on you, and that you're not interested, and you have to let them know. And if you're married, sometimes that happens too, where people will hit on you, even if they know you're married, and you just have to be, like, very clear, like, I'm not looking to step out of my partner. But in polyamory, it's a little bit more complicated because that is something that is open in your relationship, but you need to be honest about it and open about it from the beginning. You know, as drunk as you are, Kimberly, you're really talking fast. Oh, I talk very fast. <laughs> you are so talking fast. 
I always talk fast. I think I talk faster the more I drink. I also tend to use very, like, I use longer words. I mm-hmm. usually, when I'm drunk, I like to tell people that I'm loquacious. And I use, like, really pretentious longer words the more I drink. I forget all the long words I know when I drink. <laughs> <laughs> It's also um, a Midwest thing, so you should be talking faster, Jennifer. I should be talking faster. It is, yeah. Speed talking is is very Midwest. Um, so even though we're two people who don't really who aren't committed to a polyamory relationship, yes, I, I'm sorry. Like, like, yeah, let's clear that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, polyamory. I've never been in one. Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's not our thing, but we we accept the idea that other people have different ways of living their lives, um, and so if 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 we got something wrong about the polyamorous relationship. Uh, feel free to let us know because yeah, please let us know. It's, we'll it's like a different beast. A it's a different beast. Uh, but it as I understand it, is. it's all about communication and trust. And if you can't communicate with your partner about what's going on, then the trust is broken, and um, yeah, it's all fucked up, s- screwed up. Yeah. So if you if you're not looking for these strong feelings from your sister-in-law. Honestly, I would say probably don't bang your sister-in-law, but that has already happened. It's a little bit too late. It seems like it's a little bit too like close and complicated. Um, but like I said, that, that decision has already been made and you're past it. So I think it's just trying to control it now, it, which, is being, it, which is talking to your wife, talking to your sister-in-law, you know what? Yeah, I. I mean, I know you said you don't think your wife's gonna be that upset, but it's also different because it's her sister. So I. I would uh, maybe. I don't know. I. This is my second time like, yeah. recommending counseling, but maybe find always, a couples counselor that specializes in polyamory and that type of re- and like open relationships to help you navigate this and communicate this in between the two of you. Because I could, even though you think it's gonna be fine. I could see it becoming more complicated since it is her sister. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I never slept with any of my sister's um, boyfriends. So I just want to put that Um, out there. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Mm -hmm. I don't know. My my sister and I do not have the same type of men that we go for. So I think that's part of it too. I don't, I I don't really find her boyfriends attractive and I I don't think she probably feels, finds my boyfriends attractive and that is okay. (laughs) That's okay. <laughs> okay, I think we're I think we're good with that. I think we did okay, our job. Okay, next with that question. One. No, actually, I kind of wanted to talk about what we might do in future podcasts. Kind of have a little break okay. in here. Great. And so right now it's just Kim and me, Jennifer. Yes, me, Jennifer, talking. And I'm trying. I'm trying to call you Jennifer here. I'm really doing my best to always call you Jennifer. I always call her Jenny outside of this. Um, and I'm one of the only people that she says it's okay for her to call her that. But I'm trying to respect and call you Jennifer here because if I don't, then all the all the audience will think of you as Jenny, which isn't your preferred name. Yeah, yeah. Jenny so I'm is trying. Not my preferred name. Only if you're short, shorter than me, can you call me Jenny. And Kimberly, okay. at one point, you were shorter than me. So <laughs> I think you're about my height now. Um, How tall are you? 5'11". 
five foot two? I'm five five and oh, I'm oh. five five. Okay, that that answers that question. <laughs> you're you're taller than me. I get it. Yep, 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 yep. We want to talk about what we might have in the future if you're interested to continue listening to this podcast. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. yeah. Right. Um. So we're thinking about phoning sober people. And mm-hmm. like just asking them a question, phoning them up, asking and them a question, and seeing what their, their feedback, their input is. Um, we we have like phoned an expert to like we psychologists, anthropologists, counselors. Um, we have really smart friends. We do, we do. Like we're not that smart, but our friends are very smart. <laughs> Uh, our mommies. True, true. We're, we're thinking about phoning our mommies. Um, My mom's still on the fence. She wants to know more about who's listening and how many people are listening because she said that she hates her voice. Which, oh. mom, I hate my voice recorded too. I really do. Yeah. It's, the thing is, we love our mommies. Mm-hmm. We love the advice they give us, even though it's not always accurate or pertinent, but we still love to hear them voice it out. And yeah. so. I haven't asked my mommy yet, but I'm sure she'd be okay with it. And there's no such joy as hearing my mother laugh and giggle. So <laughs> we're going to try to get a phone of mommy in. Um, so, and then another thing we're looking at is like going the high way. Uh, a inebriated high maybe people who are on pot because we're in michigan and colorado and Ooh, we're okay i like that i didn't with you the, hadn't told me about that yet and i love it hot smokers yeah right i love yeah, it no we're i i am no idea i may or may not be um growing my own pot plant may or may not be do you um, remember when you came and visited me in colorado when it wasn't legal in michigan and you were like I just want to go and buy my own pot. Like, I want that to be a thing. And so I we took wanted, you to one. I just wanted the experience. Yeah. 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 And Chase bought a, um, a a bottle of pot root beer, and I threw it away a month ago. He never drank it. Oh, Isn't that such a waste? <laughs> he says he's afraid yeah, of edibles. Yeah. He's done edibles one time, and it really didn't agree with him. So he like, this seems like a great idea, and bought it. And then he was like, this is not a good idea. And so it just <laughs> sat there in our fridge for two years. And then I threw it away. I felt like when I was going to Colorado to buy the pot that I was entering like mm-hmm. a very secluded, reclusive, like uh, club, and because they had to like take my ID and there was yeah. There was, uh, Is it different in Michigan now? I I don't know. I've never. I haven't actually bought pot okay. here. Okay, I've been growing my <laughs> yeah. own. Right. <laughs> not that I smoke may or my may own not yet, be because I just own. started. May may or may not be growing my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and, and the pot um, stores are just starting to open up in Lansing. So I think they oh just opened one up like a couple of weeks ago. We should do an episode, not just like inviting stone people on, but we should just do a total like just a stone episode. So just drink. Yeah. Completely. Like, agree. Where we eat lots of edibles. I, it's mm-hmm. it's a very different experience, and I start thinking it that is. everything is very important, very I, important. I yeah. think I talk slower, and I I lean, I lean. I, 
<laughs> you talk slower and you lean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what happens when I do a lot of and I eat a lot of. I don't eat edibles very often. They're it's not my favorite thing, but I would be down for it for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's one of the things we're gonna probably do is an edible or a, a pot high kind of inebriated high. Um, yes, because so inebriated isn't just alcohol. It isn't. Yeah. So we're going to talk to sober experts and sober mommies, and we're going to talk to non-sober experts and non-sober mommies. So just keep, uh, keep sponsor us or, or, or subscribe to us to keep in the loop on those interesting little additions. Did you hear that? Did you hear the gurgling? Yes. Do you want me to do you want me to play the gurgling a little bit more? Let's do that right next to the microphone. Yeah, that's sexy. Isn't that sexy? You yes, it is. You, you could take care of yourself with that. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure your mom wants to do this podcast because I told her because I told people they. I could, just got uh, a warning that my it. microphone audio is very loud and it might be clipping. I need to move <laughs> further away from my mic because I leaned in and laughed. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. They well, can. Can you hear me? Yeah. Maybe that's what was wrong. Maybe I was just too loud. Maybe that's it. And I guess one last thing. One last thing if you want to splice this in somewhere. Okay. Uh, to those who believe in beer. Me too. A pint I drink... A pint I do. A pint I drink for you. That's it. That's the end of Amen. <laughs> I was that's that's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> I I am a beer person usually. Uh, tonight I've been drinking cocktails and wines, but beer is my go to, so I, I feel that. Okay. I feel it deep down. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for the promotions. What was that? Did you hear a weird noise? <laughs> probably my stomach <laughs> what i feel like that was my stomach <laughs> no it was not your stomach it was a weird mechanical oh wait oh wait oh i think that was my stomach <laughs> Jen, there's definitely a difference between your stomach and that mechanical sound i just heard don't I worry don't know what to tell you buddy <laughs> buddy <laughs> anyway uh want to hear my news yeah 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 so, I got cast in a show. I got cast in a Shakespeare show. I got cast in Much Ado About Nothing. I get to play Margaret. I just found out a couple hours ago. I've been dying waiting to hear, and I just found out. You know what? Fuck you. I'm kidding. I love you. Love you. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I'm very excited for you. <laughs> That's fun. Much Ado About Nothing is a really fun play. I am. I've never seen it. Um. <laughs> well, then, fuck you again. <laughs> um. Sometimes I I haven't really watched a lot of Shakespeare. It's not my absolute favorite, but I was like, <laughs> you need to see the Keanu, Keanu Reeves one because then you'll be an expert. <laughs> oh, okay. Is there a Keanu Reeves yeah, much to do about is, nothing? There, no, I don't. Is it much to do about nothing? It might be. I don't know. No, I'm no, gonna no, look no. it up. 
Um, and I understand, like, how important Shakespeare is, but I just, like, don't know a ton about it. And, excuse me, sorry. So I was, like, back and forth on, like, whether I was going to audition. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it because, because uh, being involved in a show is super fun no matter what. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to have a great time no matter what. Yeah. And it's going to be outside. Okay, okay, it's somewhere. it's going to be outside. It's like it's like Shakespeare in the park, but it's going to be in this like grove up here. So they're calling it Shakespeare in the Grove. Okay, which one is that? Much to do about nothing. Just a minute, just a minute. I'm very excited about it. You should yeah, call that weekend. I think it is. I think it is the Keanu Reeves one. Nice. Oh, too funny. You should come and visit that weekend and you can I see should, it. Yeah, totally. I love a Shakespeare. So much fucking fun. I'm so excited. We don't know how we're going to do rehearsals yet. We might be doing rehearsals via Skype since, uh, since everyone's locked down for coronavirus, but that's the hope. That's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope. <laughs> It's going to work. It's going to be great. I'm super excited. So much fun. Okay. So much that fun. was my news that I wanted to let you okay. know. We should probably record our ending now because I'm afraid we're reaching our limit and that's yeah, why yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's jingling at me. Okay. Okay. So we have been ready. We have been. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We We've should been on for longer than we meant to be. Thank people that we want to thank too. Who do we want to thank right now? Um, you know, your husband, your spouse for completing yeah. the song and... Oh, yeah. We don't have uh, a song yet, but he's working on it and we'll yeah. have it soon. Yeah. So thank you so much, Chase, for working on a song for us. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank uh, Aaron B. for uh-huh. being our counselor consultant. Yeah, um, thank you. And I also, I sent that little bit that she wrote, like that answer... I sent it directly to that girl because I wanted to make sure that was from the question was asked ages ago, and we've um, we haven't had a chance to like fully record it yeah. yet. So I wanted to make sure she got some advice outside of what she was getting already. Mm-hmm. So I sent that answer to her and uh, Paul W for making me some of my fancy drinks the first time we yep. tried this out. Yep, and it might be one of our monthly cocktails. If you subscribe, you'll yes. get monthly cocktail cards. Yep, 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 yep. Um, my dog and cat for entertaining me. So that's very helpful. That was nice. I locked my dogs out because they squeak things. Oh, no, they were very patient and good and silent. Um, nice. You didn't hear them at all because they're sitting right I didn't. Here. Yeah. Hi, Porthos. Hi, Miles Davis. Uh, yeah. And then who else should we thank? Our parents? Um, who, <laughs> who raised us to us. be such yes. great advice givers. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, perfect. So, thank you. Let's end this because it's long and we're going to edit it yeah. hopefully to be shorter. Yeah. But, thank you so much for listening to our first episode of Inebriated Input. Um, what else? We're, we're going to try to do this every other week so yeah. we're not getting hammered every week because we don't want to mm-hmm. die of alcoholism. And we also have a Patreon account. We got some super cool swag. Uh, we got some stickers and coasters and stuff like that. And you can um, get those along with bonus episodes if you sponsor us. Because uh, 
we like doing this and right now we're doing it out of our own pockets which is fine but if we could help offset that a little bit we would love it yeah. miles davis wants more treats and wants me to spend yeah. more money on him yeah yeah so if you sponsor us we'll send you presents and we'll super appreciate it speaking of jennifer i keep i'm gonna send you some stickers and coasters yeah. and stuff thank you so you yeah. have them yeah i've been meaning to but it's been crazy with you know everything shutting down because of oh no we're, we're not part of that world we're a different world we're a world in which okay. everything is happy wonderful yeah. sounds great thank you so <laughs> sounds, much for listening everyone sounds great yeah <laughs> <laughs> I am Kim. And I am Jennifer. And thank you for listening to Inebriated Input Episode 1. Thank you. Bye. 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 Before we go, here's a little bit from our monthly mini-sode. No one knows how to talk to each other. Ah, so true. We, none of us know what we're doing. So to verbalize that you don't know how to talk to people is completely understandable and a little bit on the brave side because we're all kind of effing faking it. You can access the full mini-sode and a lot of other cool stuff by sponsoring us on Patreon. Find more info at inebriatedinput.com. You can also send your questions to inebriated.input at gmail.com for a chance to listen to our drunk-ass advice. <laughs>